Hey everyone, welcome back to a live off KG, another episode with me and Amy. Today we talk all about the lessons that we learned last year. And there is quite a few. And like always, we literally share everything. So everything I learned, you are gonna learn. So then you can implement that into your business. So without further ado, here we are. my live event marketing made easy in April if you are in the hair beauty or aesthetic space this day is for you I'm going to break down all the strategies you should be doing in your business to be bringing in more clients I'm going to show you exactly how easy marketing can be how you can do it without taking tons of time and how you can get them clients through your door straight away there are limited tickets so make sure you get yours today and I look forward to seeing you in April. Hey everyone, so welcome back to another episode with me and Amy. Hello. Um, today we wanted to focus on lessons that we've learned in 2023, assuming as obviously we're on a fresh year. And we had loads of growth last year, which we mentioned on the podcast last time. So we thought we'd go over some things that we learned. So then hopefully you guys can learn of us and implement that in your business. So yeah, we learned quite a lot, didn't we? Yeah, it was big changes last year. Yeah, it was. It really was. Yeah, big, big changes. For the, for the good, all positive stuff. In every business. Yeah. Let's actually go over what happened in every business. So Pro was just different. So when we talk about Pro, KG Professional, that's like the product range and our lash training. That changed a lot last year, as in we really focused on what products sell and what products don't mm. and trying to narrow it down and really find out who our audience is because there's so many lash brands out there the competition is nuts so we really have to look at yeah what products work what products don't and I think our main focus is retail like we love bringing out retail mm. products mm. so then you guys can sell them in your businesses make extra money etc and that's really worked for us obviously our biggest product at the moment is our lash and brow serum which gives you guys a huge markup. So that went down well, but was big changes. And changes aren't always like easy to do either because when you're like small in a product range, for example, you think, oh, I'm failing a little bit because I have to get rid of some other product or, you know, once they sell out, they're gone. But it's just a growth strategy, really. Um, and keeping up with the changes of the industry, like a lot's happened. We've ha- I know COVID was a little while ago now, but everyone's still trying to build back from that. A lot of, sadly, a lot of businesses have really struggled and haven't been able to bounce back. We've seen a lot of that. Mm. And that has a knock-on effect to a, a product-based business. Yeah, it does. They're not ordering. So we've had to do more of, like, looking at new audience, haven't we? Figuring out where they are, where they hang out. Yeah, and targeting our marketing in in that area. Yeah, definitely. Because especially when you've been around for so long, you have the same people ordering all of the time. But then, mm. like you said, with COVID, so many of our salons or girls that were mobile or renting space, they they stopped trading. Yeah, 
so there was less orders which yeah like you said we have to generate more business salon well salon's been interesting (laughs) where do we start with the salon I had half a team on maternity yeah I don't actually know any small business that would have survived so god knows like touch wood how we did survive that having half a team on maternity because what happens there is when someone is on maternity you normally get someone in before they leave train them up ready for the next that person to go and have their baby for someone to take place so if you imagine half of a team we had to have half, like a whole new team in when the existing team was still there ready for them to swap yeah oh my god it was a lot it was a lot and it, it's not even just the impact on like you or us as like a whole team but it's the impact it has on the client so we've had to do a lot of work on that to make sure the transition was as smooth as it possibly could be and mm. I think we smashed that yeah like the clients are loving it aren't they at the moment and the girls in the salon have done incredibly well yeah like for the for the team was a huge change the girls that were staying that obviously weren't pregnant the mm. half that weren't and then obviously like you say the clients it was it was a really unsettling time, especially because we would have like one go off. To be fair, there was me first, but obviously I went in the salon. Then there was two managers that went off, then another person that went off. So the, the clients were just like, oh, now go to this person. And then actually, no, now that person's leaving. And then the next person was leaving. It was, oh God, it was a lot. But we survived and we learned a hell of a lot of lessons. Yeah, a lot of lessons. But I think also touching on like the personal reach out and stuff, Mm. like that's something we've learned a lot that people really appreciate that. Like the clients, they don't want to just hear from the salon as a whole. They actually do appreciate to hear from the salon owner Mm. to say, I I feel, I feel how you're feeling as well. It's hard in the back end, but I, I totally get that this is a lot for you as a client as well because they weren't sure who to go to. So you actually recommended where they should go next and mm. sort of showing them that path. Yeah. And we've sort of done that throughout, haven't we? So the rest of the year, we've done a lot more personal marketing. Yeah, because I think a lot of people see me as, well, you're not in the salon anymore. You don't manage the salon anymore. I just really go to the salon now for treatment. Um, Or I am in distance when people manager for example needs me they'll pick up the phone and I'll make the final decision but I think so clients generally don't see me at all anymore but obviously know me from when I was there every single day every hour until I built it how it is so I think for clients to still have that email from me that's personalized it's not just a marketing email or that post that will be personal or we've done lots of personal reach out where I'll physically will text clients mm. um, knowing that text has just gone to them. If we notice someone hasn't been back for a little bit, but they're a real regular, like picking up the phone, like all of them personal touches make such a difference to the business. Um, I think that we can't just rely on just that email going out to everyone or no. just that post going out to everyone. Yeah, just your standard routine stuff. It's it's good that there's like marketing going out every week, but at the same time you're losing that personal touch. Mm. The client wants it's a human, it's that humanity thing, isn't it? They want to know that you are a human and you also have feelings and you understand their worries and concerns. Yeah, definitely. it means a lot. 
definitely people want to know that they're when they are paying for their treatment that you know it's what it's going towards going to the towards the team and all of that stuff but who is it also back in in the background like they know that I've got my little family and things like that so they like to know who they're supporting whereas if you then just become the CEO that's just a CEO and there's no emotion there at all towards the clients then I think that's when people actually tend to go to maybe the girls that leave or whatever because they feel that personal connection yeah Yeah. the personal touch you can still have a big salon and have that personal touch yeah yeah we definitely learned that last year and in the coaching business well that's just flown (laughs) my god my god I remember having a target for last year a very small target hit it and then I remember having a much bigger target for this for 2023 I'm getting all my years mixed up um and it was a much I thought was a big target in my head and then we've overdone that it's just been nuts so all of my clients thank you I just love supporting everyone um but the coaching business has skyrocketed all the companies yeah it's doing really well it's doing really well which we were going to say as well about focusing weren't we on one thing Mm. and I'd say that's what's helped yeah because we did focus a lot more on on your stuff um obviously I still have my day-to-day stuff with the other businesses and that's still very much happening but because I'm more comfortable in my role I would say Mm. I'm more confident in what I'm doing I've been able to like schedule things out so I can batch a load of work out for the other businesses and then be fully with you on KG business mentoring yeah it's definitely been one of the number one things that we've got noted down of what lessons we learned from last year where you focus grows and I think especially in our industry we'll see okay I'm gonna start a salon this is just examples right you'll be able to relate it to whatever it is that you're doing but I'm gonna start a salon and then that's doing okay still not running without me but it's doing okay it's doing well clients are coming in paying bills and then okay now that's doing okay I'm gonna start training and now that's doing okay, I'm going to start a product range. Mm-hmm. And now that's starting to do okay, I'll do something else. And everyone thinks they, thinks they need all these bows to them. But actually, if you're not focusing on one thing solely, everything's diluted. You can only give one thing 100%, which is why I think the companies have worked for me because my salon I started and then that was 100% running without me before I then done the next thing and the next thing. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is when you open the second business or start a second side hustle, whatever it is you want to call it, that affects the first one. So if your first business isn't strong enough, that will fall down with the second business that you start to create. Um, Focus as well. We've done a lot on launching this year. So launching is when, you know, you're bringing out something new. You need to let everyone know about it. You're doing a build up before you physically launch it. And then because the success you got of bringing it out before it physically launched that's when you make like a bigger amount of money 
like the day you launch for example so we've launched a lot last year new product Mm -hmm. we launched um courses like our six-week program we launched the mastermind we've launched new product um in the salon and services in the salon so in every business we've launched something but when we are in a launch we have to fully focus on that one thing that we're launching there's no other distractions otherwise it doesn't work again it gets diluted so having that sole focus I can't even believe how key it is that we're pros at launching now we are pros (laughs) if you want to know how to launch successfully like literally we'll take that badge (laughs) yeah (laughs) we can launch anything yeah we've definitely learned a lot with that but that also comes with another thing we've learned last year was repurposing mm-hmm. has also helped with our launches because we've done multiple now but that goes across the board with everything email marketing social media everything we we've learned to repurpose things that have done well haven't we yeah I think a lot of pain points for all those that are possibly listening and was a massive pain point for us was creating content like it can be so draining Mm. like uh, what reel do I do next what email do I put out next what caption do I put out next like it's all a lot whereas we've decided right let's look back at everything we've created because you guys will have so much content that's already there like what worked well what didn't work well and repurpose what you're doing do you want to explain what repurposing is? Yeah, so for example, should I do emails? It's easy, yeah. isn't it? So if I've sent an email out in 2022, say for Mother's Day, for example, why the hell would I then rewrite that whole email for mm-hmm. 2023 and do a whole new email on that? Because it's exactly the same thing. So I'll, I will literally use the same email and resend it out. I might tweak a few bits if there was things I've put in there that weren't relevant for that year but you just tweak it so it makes sense for that year but I do that for everything social media emails yeah everything even stories Mm. I said that to you the other day didn't I because you were saying about struggling with what to put up one day I said just go on your archive like literally just go on your archive and see what's done well and then re-put it out if it's if it's still relevant why why would you make more work for yourself it's literally game changer. It's like game such changing. a basic thing. It's so game changer. And you'll be able to see on like you don't even need to go into your insights or anything on Instagram or Facebook. You can just scroll through your grid, look at how many likes and comments you've got on that one post. Do it again the next year, the same, the same date, the same month, just send it out. Yeah. You don't then need to rethink about it. But the other thing is, like you were saying about content you actually don't realise how much you have until you go on your gallery and you go through and you're like, oh, I didn't even know I had this. Mm. It's it's amazing how much stuff you'll have. But once you start repurposing, it will like trigger um, an idea for something else. That's what always happens with us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We'll always get like, always get ideas from what else we're looking at or there will be so you might think well I can't put that post out because it's already gone out but trust me when you go back you think oh I don't remember writing that mm. or oh this sometimes like because obviously Amy's taken over all my stuff sometimes I go oh did I write that or did yeah. I, <laughs> and I yeah. can't remember who's writing it because if we don't remember 
a client definitely isn't going to remember. So don't, as long as you're not repurposing content that you've done two weeks ago. Yeah, no. Like look back at the last six months, a year, and see what's there, depending how long you've been in business. Like we go right, right, right back. Yeah. Um, Because I put some good things out back in the day. Yeah, you actually did. And the thing is like we, even now emails and posts will go out just touching on scheduling has been a game changer I'd say this year as well like if you don't schedule your posts and emails what are you doing yeah (laughs) just just get it done batch a load for like a week and then you can chill for a week it's I've struggled with that though haven't I you've definitely taught me yeah to do that more because the professional and the salon everything was scheduled and then with me I was still wanting to do it on the night and I was like no I like being more creative like when it comes to me and he was like you're crazy yeah well yeah and then when I came on board to help you a bit more with yours I was like I can't work like that no (laughs) we need to do some more scheduling here Kate we're gonna have to meet in the middle (laughs) I know but when it was now like it's so consistent now I always go on about you know be consistent consistency is key I don't care how boring that phrase gets it is definitely key mm. and obviously just be as keep with whatever your consistency is so if you're saying you can only post once a week then just always post once a week that same day time every single week whereas if you can be consistent with posting three times a week make sure that is again the same days three times a week same times etc whereas now we're posting I used to post I used to do that but now it's like we've been able to ramp it up because repurposing for one and then obviously scheduling we now post just on mine alone four times a week four or five yeah yeah um so we are able to get out there a lot more because we are scheduling things yeah I know loads of people will say what you're scheduling on oh um Facebook business suite I use for Facebook for Facebook and Instagram posts I will use business suite for reels, I do it just on Instagram. That was a game changer when Instagram did that. Because uh, do you remember I used yeah. to always say to you, I hate, I can't schedule my reels. But you can do that now on Instagram. Yeah, that is game changer. Because the problem was before when you used to reschedule on anything like Hootsuite or different different things out there. What's the other one we used to use? Planally. Planally, yeah. God, we used to use that ages ago. Yeah. It affects your reach. Yeah, it does. Um, they don't like it whereas when you're scheduling from the Facebook platform yeah because it's all it's meta all okay. now isn't it so they so they don't mind you using that yeah they favor it so it doesn't affect any of your reach so that's that's really good so definitely give that a go what else have we learned this year do you think last year <laughs> should we go back to the salon okay because I know a lot of listeners probably listen to this right now are wanting perhaps to step out of their business but they feel so terrified (laughs) because of the emotional attachment and something I would say you learned last year was huge for you with that emotional side to the business Mm. I think you should share with people like I don't even know how you've done it and you're gonna say I don't know (laughs) (laughs) I feel with the salon like my career has only got to where it's got because of the salon Mm. and I opened at such a young age well I was 19 when I opened 
with not any clients or anything. And as that grew, obviously it grew into what it is today. So I feel like I've always had that emotional connection with the salon. So even nearly 15 years on, it doesn't matter how successful the other companies were. I was like, oh, the salon. Even though I went there, oh, the salon. Or if anything happened in the salon, say a team member falls sick, prime example. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I have to go and fix it. I have to go and be with the clients and make sure no one's cancelled on. Or if there was a team problem, which, you know, is we're, we're human, right? It happens in all businesses. I would let that affect me massively to yeah. the point where I'd be like, I just want to sell. Like it got to that bad. It, it where I was just like, that bad, yeah. I just want to sell because whatever issue happened in that business, I really took on myself. So there was, I'd say there's two parts to the, uh, the emotional connection. One's just physically stepping off the salon floor, which I'd done, um, which is where most of you guys will be at now, um, where you're like, I can't let a team member take over or the clients want me, etc. Um, I was pushed to do that because obviously I was pregnant. So there was no chance I could physically stay on the salon floor. I had to make that decision to, mm. to move everyone over. So that cut half of the emotion, you know, being in the salon every day, trusting the teams and all of that jazz. You have to let go of some emotion to be able to physically do that, which is a hard one. And then there comes the second emotion where you're more like on the next level of business where you're like, okay, this still has my name above the door. If anything goes wrong, it still really then comes back to me how do I let go of that emotional connection? And I've done it. And this this is the first time I would say, and you know what? What being brutally honest, it only happened the last few months of the year. Yeah. yeah. I'd say from October. Yeah. I just woke up one day and I was like, oh my God, it's gone. Mm. I remember having a conversation with someone and um I was like, look, I'm really struggling because whenever there's an issue. Um, which, like I said, happens in every business. <laughs> that's the that's the roller coaster. Love the lovely roller coaster. <laughs> if any of the issues happen in other companies, I seem to just deal with it and just fight through it. But if it's a salon, I feel like I'm on the floor. And I think it's because you hold, as a person, you hold a lot of responsibility. That as a person, you're like that. You care a lot about other people. Mm. And whereas the other companies is small, much smaller team. Whereas the salon's a bigger team. It's that personal responsibility that you were holding so hard that was pulling you a lot. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely. I thought everything would fall back on me. Yeah. And I remember having this conversation with someone. And you're the decision maker all the time. That's the other That's thing. That's my editing. I know. <laughs> I can't even decide anymore what to cook for dinner because I'm like, I'm just so, <laughs> so dumb with making a million decisions a day. Like you always have the end say of everything. So I'm just like, I just don't want the end say. Yeah. Are you a trainer with a salon or an academy and would love to grow with government funding, but just need some help and support? Or maybe you're somebody that would like to start your own academy or even just train. Get in touch today with TMB to help you on this journey. See our link on in the show notes. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah this lady turned around to me because I was telling her how I felt and very wise lady and she said Kate it's just a business just a business you've got to have your CEO head on all of the time any decision you're making is a business decision not a people decision um literally everything like just think of it as it's just a business and I was like so I think of it that for the rest of them, why aren't I think of this for the salon? I generally mm. sometimes feel like I'm still that 19 year old in the salon. Yeah, yeah. And obviously so grateful for everything that it's given me. But then at the same time, I've worked for that. So since that conversation, I was literally like, you're right. Yeah. All emotions. You gone. couldn't argue back with that. No, like at all. And yeah, the emotions completely gone. So of course, I still love the salon and, you know, still do what I what I do but there's certain things where I just look at it completely different for example if someone was to call in sick unless it was an emergency like a wedding or something Mm. everyone would be rescheduled rather than me thinking oh my god I've got this coming up tomorrow what if someone calls in sick I'm gonna have to cancel this this and this of my plans to make sure I fix the salon Mm. whereas I can actually feel like I sleep at night not worry about what's gonna happen the next day you separate and actually tell you something what since this has happened, yeah. haven't had anyone calling sick. But there you go, there you go, touch wood, quick. But you know, like I'm not really woo woo when it comes to like too much of like manifestation and stuff. But um, if you think about it, if you're up the ne- the night before and you're like, oh my god, is someone yeah. so gonna fall in sick? What am I gonna You'd do? Put it out there. And then the next day, guess what? They call in sick. Yeah, Whereas now I'm like, there. do you know what? Whatever happens, happens. It will fix itself. We'll reschedule the clients. Exactly. No one actually has. Guess what will happen tomorrow? And don't say that, <laughs> but you, but you actually, I would say, have not that you're a horrible person at all, at all, but you've become better in like your mindset. I would say since that conversation with that lady. Yeah. Now you've let that go a little bit. Yeah, you're you're just different. Mm. So if you're listening and you felt like that, you you need to take a leaf out of Kate's book. <laughs> definitely just think of it as a business I mean ages ago you would see my post where I'm like your business isn't your baby like because everyone goes oh it's my baby and I hold my hands up you say exactly that Mm. until Lola come along and I was like the business is no longer a baby I have a real one yeah um the business is not your baby your business is a business it has to be treated as a business yeah and I'm sure you'll have moments that you need reminding on that Oh god, yeah. We're only human. I'm sure something will happen, and I need pulling up from the floor again, of course. But day to day, being stronger in that mindset is so much better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's a big that that was a big lesson for you last year. Mm. Do you want to talk about teams? Yeah, Not keeping it small. We also learn with obviously people being on maternity and stuff that it's actually better to have a smaller team. Now, lots of people will be scared just to hire their first team member. But what we've realised is then once you do hire that first one, you can see the money coming in and seeing how it's working and get a glimpse of a little bit of freedom. We go to hire the next one and the next one. And then sometimes it's just like, oh, how many team members do you have? Well, actually, it doesn't really care. Like, it doesn't matter how many team members there are what matters is how full are them team members Mm. in their column how much profit are we making after salaries and bills etc and sometimes when there's a big team what happens is the column looks 
there might be the odd gaps but because there's lots of columns it might look like there's lots of appointments but then actually since we had to have a smaller team because of the maternity we realized okay there might be a dip in takings because it's not as many of us mm. but then there was a much lower wage bill yeah. so it actually was making more profit and I was like this is interesting yeah yeah there was definitely more profit even though the income was less because we had less overheads so I really just wanted to touch on that point of the fact of you don't have to have the biggest team to make sure you're profitable because the more team you have obviously a lot more higher outgoings there are so we've really concentrated on making sure that the girls are full they're back to back doing diary management, making sure there's not a lot of white space. And, you know, the appointments are literally, there's not five minute gaps because that always creates more appointments. Um, We've also not focused on, you know, when it's really busy in summer, okay, we were turning appointments away, but the girls were full. But then knowing in the summer, some of them clients would have been people that were just going to come off for a one-off, might not turn into regular appointments. So if we did lose a few clients because we couldn't fit them in it still wouldn't have been worth having an extra staff member that's going to be there for a whole year and then going to be there in quiet times does that make sense yeah no 100 percent. well it does to me (laughs) (laughs) it really does to you guys because then you hit like winter or obviously now we're in january january isn't too bad we always find February is definitely more of a dipping industry whereas if we took on more team because summer was like so bursting at the the seams when it comes to then a month like January and February you're going to see more people sitting around and there's nothing more frustrating for a business owner when teams have to sit around and you're thinking oh my god what am I going to do and then you don't want to lose their motivation um so yeah, keep your teams tight and small. Yeah, 100%. For profit. I was going to add to that. I'm adding things onto our learning list. But as you're talking, I'm thinking about things that we've learned. Go for it. I was going to say that we've last year we learned that clients' behaviour changed a lot. I think, obviously, cost of living has oh obviously yeah. had a knock-on effect to every single business, not just the beauty industry. But we noticed that more people were more ad hoc with their appointments. They weren't so regular. Obviously, we still have a lot of regulars, but more people were very last minute with their bookings. And I think we caught on to it pretty quickly of like capturing those deposits. We mm-hmm. didn't we stopped doing so much of like me booking them through Instagram and not catching that deposit and then the risk of them not turning up. Because we did have a lot of no-shows after mm. COVID as well, didn't we? I know that went across the board for everyone. It's actually a point because I get so many messages saying like about the um, cancellation fees and stuff mm. and how can they stop the no-shows? So we changed ours to 48 hours instead of 24. Yeah. But then some people are still saying, well, they're still getting them. But actually, you've just pointed that out perfectly. Instead of before, it's like we would book appointments on the DMs. But then we just have their name, number, you know, but if they didn't want to no show, we have no data to be able to charge their card. Whereas we start steering everyone to the online booking system. So we have their card details. You know what? If someone don't show up, don't matter. Cha-ching, still taking the money. Yeah. That I think was massive for us last year. Mm. 
with the changes in just the economy (laughs) yeah you know it's always really good to just make sure that you're always making sure that urgency is there for the clients to book always 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 like never give up on that even if things are changing but also knowing if you're looking in your diary and you think oh god next month looks really quiet Mm. it's okay it will feel it's just going to be a little bit more last minute than what you're used to yeah we've definitely noticed that yeah people are more last night and going back to like personal outreach and stuff that we did we actually learned that from them like I had clients text me back and say that they just do it when they need it like if they've got Mm. a party or things like that and that's absolutely fine but you get to learn that not every client is going to be a regular you will just have the ones that pop in for the for a party or Christmas or a wedding Mm. yeah definitely definitely what else did we learn oh I know community Mm. that's one for you because you obviously have been involved in something that's helped you you've learned yeah that's massive actually (laughs) so I joined a mastermind last year January yeah and I signed up to that in the December and I remember being really nervous about it because it's like a huge step for me this is obviously before I launched my own mastermind but over the 12 months of being in this mastermind the community I formed has literally been insane yeah like the support that's come from all the other women that were in there you know the shoulders to be able to lean on if anything was happening in business the questions I could ask if I wasn't uh, sure on something even personally if anything happened personally I'd be like sorry I'm quiet at the moment guys this is happening and at least they would know and they would be there for me um and that happened to all of them and then even outside of the mastermind would be like oh should we go on the spa day and you can be around people that still had the same mindset as you and with the mastermind closing, I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like, I was literally oh, heartbroken. I'm still a little bit heartbroken. Yeah, it's, it, it's like a breakup. <laughs> yeah, it is. And obviously we're all staying in touch, but it's like you don't have, you know, that accountability action all the time, like the calls and the WhatsApp chats and all of that stuff. So um, I'm sad that that's closed, but obviously I've created my own mastermind, which we're half, just over halfway through now, because that always starts in July. So if you are interested in that, we will be opening the doors that in May. Yeah. Um, And that's just, again, like been incredible. Some of you would have already heard some of the stories on the podcast of that, but it's the community. It's making sure you have the right people joining the mastermind in the mm-hmm. first place mm-hmm. to be able to have that community and the right people in there that people can join on. And even our membership, right? So yeah. our membership, CCC, the community is just insane. Yeah, it's so nice when you see like other people helping another business owner with like mm. a question. And and most of the things that come up are quite personal and nine times out of ten not even their family know or their husband but they will put it in this group and you'll talk about it very openly Mm -hmm. and then everyone will come together and help that person yeah that's really powerful even just one story that happened last year one of our clients bless her heart she got terminal cancer yeah um so obviously she left the group because she was closing her business and she just wanted to spend her last months that she has on just making memories Mm -hmm. so didn't matter if you 
had just joined one of our live calls, if you hadn't joined any, if you'd been on all of the live calls, if maybe you chatted in the WhatsApp, it didn't matter. Everyone was affected by our client that then one of our um, clients in there decided to do a fundraiser just between our membership group. And we raised money for her to go and do what was part of her, her memory list. So she really wanted to go to the Ritz. So um, Katie, who organized it, she sorted it all out. We all just put a small amount of money in or what anyone could give into a pot. And we managed to get her vouchers for the Ritz. And mm-hmm. obviously she was over the moon to be able to tick that off her her bucket list. Yeah. So things like that. Um, then we have... Very well, they've never met this lady. Like, nobody's met her or... Well, they might... No, they haven't. No one's met, apart from, like, on Zoom and things like that. And some people had only just come in, like, I think it was, like, a few days before Mm. that that news come out. But everyone was there and was like, this is, like, so sad and we want to do something. Everyone just came together. It was so nice. Yeah, it was really beautiful. Um, Then there's other things, like, we will do weekly goals yeah and just like you might be able to do that at home on your own and have your weekly goals or your to-do list sitting there but then when you actually make yourself countable and you know you're telling the rest of the group like what your weekly goals are which then in turn will help you build to what your yearly goals are everyone's smashing it because they've made themselves accountable to the group and we're all cheering each other on and i've i've loved that this week it's been so good yeah it's it's really powerful Mm. because you're putting it out there isn't it like you said earlier when you put stuff out there i know we're not that woo woo but no there is something in it yeah there is but it's all about you know that accountability and having that community because you can have the best family in the world Mm. you can have the best friends in the world but if they haven't got that same mindset or understand your work or understand your business, it's very hard to then go to them with, you know, business ideas or any struggles you're having. Yeah, they just don't connect it. It's just not the same. No. Whereas when you're talking to people that are literally live in this day to day with you in their own business, it's just so different. Yeah. I think what's fascinating as well is with your mastermind that you was in, like they weren't even industry based. Oh, no, they were all businesses from, like, literally, like, property, copywriters, PR, literally all businesses. Yeah, so it just goes to show, like... Business and you business. learn a lot from other people as well. Yeah. That's the thing. With yeah. your community, you learn stuff from other people. We all think that we don't know stuff or we do know stuff, but it's not until you speak to other people, you're like, that's a brilliant idea, and then you implement it. Mm. Like, that, that stuff happens all the time in CCC. Your knowledge isn't someone else's knowledge. Yeah, not not common knowledge. That's what they say, isn't it? Yeah, your knowledge is not common knowledge. Yeah. So whatever yeah. you've learned or whatever's worked for you, that's going to be new knowledge for someone else to take and run with that too. And we're, we're huge on that, aren't we? Like, we share everything that we know. Oh, yeah, probably too much. <laughs> yeah, you all become millionaires because of us. <laughs> yeah, we're oversharers. We are. But I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think so. But if you're going to do anything this year, if you can surround yourself with people that are like you, do have a business, doesn't even have to be industry-based, but if you are, please join CCC because you'll have (laughs) the perfect group of people in there ready to help you along with your business. And obviously you've got the amazing Katie, so. 
It's, and it's so bloody cheap. This isn't even actually meant to be a pitch, by the no, way. This sorry, was not in the script whatsoever. But for 39 quid a month, and you can cancel at any time, I just think it's a no-brainer. But the like the amount that have happened in there, it's actually crazy. You can really notice, this is one thing I'll say to everyone, if you, a bit like what we said on the last podcast about focus, mm. if you focus on something, it grows. If you join something or you have a mentor, whoever that is, it doesn't matter, like whoever that is, if you join in a membership, whatever that looks like, if you physically show up, or if you physically watch the calls back, or if you're physically like, going on the portal, mm. if you're doing something, you are going to grow. Yeah, like that tell. is a fact. No one can join CCC and not grow if they're taking action. Yeah. But yeah. those that do join, whether that's any mentor or any membership, and don't do anything with it or don't reply back or don't show up to calls. Just don't you use will it stay, full potential. Yeah, yeah, you will stay the same. So it depends where you want to go. If you want growth, which I'm guessing everyone does if they've gone and got a mentor, a coach or yeah. joined a membership, then definitely take action because the growth's insane. Yeah, because where else would you find that? Like, you don't go to the coffee shop to work and start randomly talking to people to see if you mm. connect with them. Whereas you've got, like, literally a whole group right there that you can just walk straight into. And you've got, like, 50-odd people that totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. You don't get that anywhere else. No, you really don't. God, we've created a good thing, haven't we? <laughs> you have. <laughs> oh, clever. I think that's pretty much all the lessons, like our main ones that we've learned. Yeah. So a roundup. So lessons learned that we want you guys to focus on. So focus on one thing in your business, whether that's launching a new product or you're launching a treatment or you're bringing on a staff member, whatever it is, wherever it is you want to make money, focus on whatever that is at that time. Uh, repurposing content. So repurpose, look back at what you've, you've already done um, and use that. If you're creating teams, make sure that you're keeping them small and full. Emotional attachment, really difficult one, but try and let it go as much as possible. Remember, you are the CEO of the business. And then community. If you can join some type of community, be around like-minded people, then you will just see yourself naturally grow personally and in business. Mm. So I think that's it. That's it. That's our roundup of 2023. <laughs> fresh new year no now. oh god i'm so excited yeah it's exciting if you think of the growth that we've had in 2023 it's only going to go up this and, year. I, and guess what? what we're in marrakesh end of the month i know end of the week i know <gasps> don't i'll get flight anxiety <laughs> oh my god literally there is a group of us those that are in my mastermind we're all going to marrakesh at the end of the week um which I'm guaranteed they're gonna be loads of breakthroughs there so that's going to be exciting I'm sure we'll do a recap on that until yeah everyone... we'll have to come back and say what happened on that trip because mm. I'm sure there'll be some stories <laughs> I'm sure there will be <laughs> maybe we should all be doing like a big podcast just one big just... one <laughs> maybe we should do one when we're out there yeah probably oh that's funny all right, guys, we will love and leave you. Please like and share the podcast on socials. If you haven't already, also subscribe. Like yeah. the subscribing helps us loads. So if you can just press the subscribe button. If you haven't already, leave a review. It literally means the world to us. So 
yeah please 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 we'll be truly grateful and we'll speak to you guys soon bye I want to give a shout out to Sky Premium Life products. Now, you will know from last year that I was testing all of their supplements and I absolutely love them. They're a sponsor on this podcast last year and they also are this year. I have tried all of their supplements from collagen to their hair tablets to they've got focus tablets, anything that you need help on with your body system functioning, whatever that is, they have help. (laughs) And I just love them all. I would highly, highly recommend them. We also started selling it within our business, making extra money in the salon with retailing the products. And because they're extremely reasonably priced, clients are loving them. Lots of my clients were also using them and they're selling them in their businesses too. So if you want to grab a discount, you get 15% off their products. The link is in the show notes. If you want to sell it within your business, reach out and I'll tell you exactly how to do that. Or you can just message them directly. But I highly, highly recommend you take these for your own well-being. And I also recommend if you have a business that you're selling it within that too.